tarantulas. It seems the anthropoid has suddenly become, shall we say, obsolete. Yes. <laughs> Greetings, Neanderthals. Welcome to episode 42 of Too Much Energon, the laser comb podcast where we talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars. I'm one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. And I am one of your hosts, NeoCal. So, uh, so Cal, what's uh, going on this week? Oh, what do we got? I got, uh, taking some, got prescribed for something new. So I finally have joined the world of prescription drugs. Son of a bitch. I know it's amazing. I've been able to stay away this many, this amount of decades. (laughs) Uh, At least three. (laughs) At least three. And uh, it's getting hot. And I, it's such a Victoria thing, too. That's the city we live in. To complain about when it's cold and when it's hot. Considering it never really gets too hot. It never really gets too cold. But for me, it feels fucking hot, man. Yeah. The um, Today, like today, for instance, uh, some people were already starting to complain about the heat. And I think it was <laughs> yeah. only 24 degrees Celsius, which... For the American listeners, which I've looked at the data, that's most of you. Um, what, 55? No, it's like 80% at this point. Oh, sorry, I was trying to guess the Fahrenheit. I'm, I'm... Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 70, so about 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, way, way, I was way off. How, is it, what's, the, what's the bad math way of doing it? It's like, have, add 30 no and then... Divide by two and then add 30. I'll figure it out. (laughs) We'll get there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, and like in my lifetime, I think the hottest it's ever gotten in on the island here is like, I think 35, which is. It's gotten up there. 95 Fahrenheit, but that's very rare. And I honestly haven't seen that happen in probably close to a decade now. Once. Maybe twice on a day where I refuse to go out <laughs> or something, but it's that's that's rare. And the coldest it ever gets here is about twenty degrees Fahrenheit. 
in like the middle of like dead of winter. Yeah, it's not bad. So this has been uh, a local weather talk with Christopher Siege and Cal. Too much energy on 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 the site. Uh, reporter, <laughs> news reporter, uh, <laughs> Neo Cal here. Neo Neo Calson. <laughs> Neo Calson on the job. What's the weather? It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna rain. <laughs> it's gonna rain. So. This week on Too Much Energon, we are talking about the season three episode of Beast Wars. Go with the flow is the ninth episode. We're going to get into talking about the episode in a little bit because I have things I want to say. But before we do that, I want to share a story with you and... If you are a big Beast Wars fan, you probably already know about the script for an episode called Dark Glass. Uh-oh. Spaghettios. <laughs> so, Cal, do you remember do you remember back in season 2 just before Dinobot died? We get this shot where he plugs like something from himself into the Maximal computer and he says the line it may yet be up to me. And I said at the time, I'm like, pay close attention to this because it will never come up again in the show. Right. The original uh, season three, episode nine, uh, episode 48 of Beast War, or uh, episode 47 of Beast Wars. Uh, season yeah. three, episode eight. Um, was originally supposed to be an episode called Dark Glass, where in... Rat Trap finds a copy of OG Dinobots data tracks uploaded into the Axelon's computer. And what he does is he tries to basically get that into the body of Dino Clone 2. And like, try as he might, like it doesn't end up working. And ultimately the episode is about Rat Trap like coming to grips with the fact that his friend is gone. Huh. Sounds like a great fucking episode. That sounds like it? a pretty great fucking episode, man. Uh, that episode was... Uh, there's there's conflicting stories. Some people say that it was uh, rejected by Hasbro for being too dark. Uh, one of the writers uh, said about a really? decade... That is too dark? Yeah. One of the writers... Death and like grievance on the show said about a decade later that oh that actually wasn't true it replaced it was originally supposed to be the it was the original script that they had written for season two and it that was replaced with uh the episode transmutate but that doesn't really most people kind of in the fandom from what I've seen, assume that he's just misremembering things, considering Dino Clone 2 wasn't even introduced until season Far three. later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, many, many episodes after Transmutate. So, Dark Glass was rejected for being too dark. And so what they did was they wrote this episode, Go With The Flow. That was rejected, and then they wrote this? Yeah. Okay. I see. I see. 
This is very integral to the plot of this episode. <laughs> so Dark Glass, as I said, sounds like would have been a great fucking episode. And instead, we got Go With The Flow, <laughs> which I'm going to say right now, spoilers for my rating at the end of this episode. This is the worst fucking episode of Beast Wars I've ever seen. Wow. I'm... It's number one on your top 10 worst Beast Wars episodes. Yeah. If we eventually do a like worst episodes of this series list, um, this is, this is going to be number one, unless the remaining, what is it? (laughs) Four episodes of the show are somehow worse, which I very much doubt. The last two episodes we've been like, man, he's only going to get better, right? (laughs) Because they crawled them out of a pit and i think we gave the last one we we both gave it a sufficient amount of energon we've actually given most of the episodes of season three at least sufficient amount of energy well, one of us probably me will will go down to not enough <laughs> but like have either of us given an episode both given an episode not enough energon uh we, yeah there there have been a couple yeah, actually, never mind. I can think of them right now. Hmm. This um, this episode might be getting a extra special rating from me. Uh, out, outside outside of the typical rating system, so keep an ear out for that because <laughs> that. Uh, that that might be coming. Um, and. Yeah, I don't think there's any there's any reason to like waste any more time. Let's just let's just get into the shit. So right fucking into it. <laughs> this is episode 42 of Too Much Energon, and we are talking about episode 47 of Beast Wars, Go with the Flow. <laughs> I just ah oh, god Christ. There's a lot of adorable proto-humans that the Maximals and the Predacons play with. Really didn't like when like the Predacons were like rubbing their palms together, like salivating over like getting to kidnap kids. I that I know they're the bad guys, and I keep saying that, but uh I mm, <laughs> wasn't sure. Oh, I felt about that. Um, yeah, that this episode has broken my spirit so much. I don't <laughs> even want. I, I I don't even want to like dance around in silence over a Patreon ad. We'll stare uncomfortably in silence. <laughs> <and sip laughs> our coffee. Uh, well, here's a word about our Patreon. Do you want to hear more Lasercomb content each week? Is one episode of Too Much Energon or Alphanumeric just not enough? Then subscribe to Lasercomb Patreon, where starting at a mere $5 Canadian per month, you get exclusive bonus recordings of Christopher Siege, NeoCal, and AP Sniddler shooting the shit, access to the Lasercomb Discord, monthly shoutouts, and more. Higher tiers include bonus video content, the ability to pitch future podcast content to us, a free t-shirt, and more. Support Too Much Energon and Alphanumeric by joining the Lasercomb Patreon today.
a gorilla's ass. That's what this episode is. Gorilla's oh. ass. That so Christopher has um uh, for the video, for the audio listeners, Christopher has a uh of a oddly bootylicious <laughs> Transformer uh at his side. Uh, it's the Transformers War for Cybertron Kingdom Optimus Primal figure, and I have him in beast mode. And he he got a big old butt. He he got the the fat old dunk. <laughs> you, gotta fit, you gotta fit those uh, Cybertronian parts in there somehow, right? Yeah. Actually, the original Optimus Primal toy uh, functioned very much the same way. Like his legs like his lower his legs would turn around just like he does in the just like they do in the show yeah would like turn around but like basically like his thighs would always kind of just chill out hanging beneath this like butt flap exactly what's going on here but the original optimus primal toy was the same way just got a uh, he's thick yeah He's thick. So this episode opens on some mountain. The mountain's very important. Only for this episode. But it's very important. You got some random mountain. And uh, there's some some kind of contraption in it. And camera pans down. And we see uh, Transmetal 2 Cheetor stalking around. And... It seems like he's being chased by something and like everything gets all like suspenseful, but then we find out it's one of these stupid fucking ape kids. The adorable ape kids. <laughs> yeah. The, the adorable, stupid fucking ape kids. And it jumped. It's Una, I think. It, Una yeah, leaps on him. Yeah, this one's Una. And the other one's Jack? Or am I wrong? Check. Chuck? Chuck. Like Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. Right. I think. Yeah. Una and Chuck. And yeah. um yeah, he apparently came here to give them lessons. Yeah. And he's all like, hey, uh, next time uh when you're fighting, when when it comes to Cybertronians, you gotta go for the joints. Yep. And, and I'm like, that's um, advice, I guess. <laughs> what is kind of cool though is like they're apparently learning to talk because they can say his name. Oh, did they say Cheetor? Yep. Oh, shit. I, I must have missed that. Um, and, and yeah, Cheetor... Go ahead. <laughs> Cheetor is like, uh, is like, okay, kids, time for school. And Rat Trap is here for some reason. Just And Rat Trap is here, yeah. <laughs> just complaining about shit. And like off in the middle of the forest, like Cheetor has got, actually got like a whiteboard. And he's like giving them lessons. Board. Like, yeah, or a blackboard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah With chalk. Like, what, what did I say? A whiteboard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, blackboard. The, the one for dry erase is white, right? Yeah, yeah. He's got a stone tablet that he's like made into a blackboard of, of some kind. And like a comically like large piece of chalk sits on the, in the frame. Yeah. <laughs> and he's teaching them um, like basic physics. Which I find odd. You always teach language skills first. This motherfucker's like teaching them like, you know, pulleys and pulleys and levers. levers. And immediately I'm like, okay, so he's literally changing history right now. Yeah, it was like, are you? Can you guys do that? 
Is, is <laughs> like this okay with this? Like this? You're kind of like fucking with the timeline. But this goes back to something uh, lends a little bit of credence to something you mentioned many episodes ago when we were talking about the <laughs> the fact that like what like what are like what were their Cybertronian names? Like why would he be called Cheetor on Cybertron? And then mm-hmm. uh, you speculated that maybe the reason why on Earth we call them cheetahs and rats and whatnot yeah. was because of the Maximals. Yeah, it's cyclical. Yeah. We call rats rats because of rat trap and cheetahs uh, cheetahs because of cheetor. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you're feeling? <laughs> That's starting to... I mean, maybe, almost... like, because Cheetor is straight up, like, teaching them shit that, uh, like, they're supposed to figure out, like, they, as a species, are supposed to figure out on their own, like, down the road. Yeah, he's breaking that uh, Star Trek. What's the... He, uh... He's breaking the temporal prime directive. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Yeah, technically, that would fuck with the timeline just as much as, if not more, than, like, wiping some of them out. Yeah. Hmm. So, this is uh, this is ethic- ethically questionable of Cheetor. Yeah. There's a gag where Cheetah's... Cheetah. Cheetor's foot gets like smashed by the rock he was lifting with the pulley. Cheetara. <laughs> Cheetah man. Cheetah man. <laughs> uh. Uh, educational stuff. Me? I'd uh, rather watch things explode. Yeah, of course you would, Rat Trap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cheetor like hit his foot, like the pulley thing, like lands on his foot, and there's this like cartoonishly like slapstick moment of him like holding his foot jumping up and down being like ow 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 and the kids are laughing yeah um you know what's funny i i don't mind the kids in the episode like i have problems with the episode but i i I don't i don't hate them (laughs) the kids are fine yeah (laughs) um i I was just calling them these stupid fucking kids just (laughs) Just for the sake just of it. Goes, yeah. Just goes. Um the oh man. So folks, the main plot of this episode is a fucking Megatron has a fucking death ray. The the Predacons have a James Bond villain death ray in a mountain. Yeah. This is like a bad <laughs> James Bond <laughs> plot shrunken from movie form into 22 minutes. I yep. Yeah. Yeah, and the like the the crux <laughs> of it is too is like uh, Megatron's like big ass death ray like seeps out like way too much energon that it causes them all to like short out which I thought Transmetals didn't short out from too much energon but did you catch why they short out? Something to do with bipolar energon, whatever that is. I messaged Christopher uh, before <laughs> we started recording and all of this, and I'm like, bipolar energon is a thing? Yeah. I Okay, so I guess that affects... So 
the whole point of being trans metal and not being affected by they go back and forth on like the rules of the show and i i feel like it's weaker for that agreed like um, uh if you've been along with us like all of these episodes all 42 episodes of too much energon we really liked season one because it's like okay what are the rules they can heal when they're in beast mode uh they can't stay in their robot form too long or they get energon build up but a boom i there's a reason for it i like it it's simple yeah it's great it's great it's I, great. I've talked we've talked about it at great length yeah. about like it it's a plot device that necessitates their alternate form, like them actually having an alternate form. And and gives an easy out for when conflict, when the Maximals or the Predacons might, one side might to might um, start winning. It's like, yeah. oh shit, we're, we're shorting out. Transform and, and roll out. Yeah, it's conveyed <laughs> beautifully uh, at the end in uh, Beast Wars Part 1, in the, the battle toward the end of that episode where uh, the Maximals end up having to flee. Yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. So like, then they went against those rules with trans metals and we didn't see why, but like now they're shorting out again, but only when they're making this doomsday weapon. So I'm like, oh, is this a thing now? Is there bipolar energon or is it just this episode? I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm sure it will come up again. Um and yeah, so the 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 crux of this is Megatron's death ray, too much energon whenever it's, it's electrocuting up. all of them, all the Predacons. But like so in this scene, the reason why this happens in the first place is because Inferno like plugs it in before Waspinator is finished like putting up the shielding. Yes, the shielding is not finished. It's like, so just unplug the fucking thing, finish the shielding, and then plug it back in. I didn't even think of that. Actually, that changes the entire plot. This this episode is it's a huge fucking plot stupid. I never even thought about that. Oh, man. The whole plot Let's... of stealing the proto-humans and making them do the work when they could have just unplugged it and finished making it. Yeah. I was so checked out. I guess I didn't even notice that. Wow. That that's huge. That is listeners. I, I, I assure, I assure you, I love this show. This is my favorite <laughs> show of all time. Like it is probably his, like actual favorite show, not just animated. Yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah. all around. Like, like what are my favorites? The Shield, Twenty Four, Breaking Bad, like Beast Wars is right up there. Yeah, like I fucking love this show. This is a terrible episode. I that changes my whole perspective of the episode. This episode of my favorite show That's is weird. so bad that it actually has made me angry at how bad it is. <laughs> I think this this is this is the first time you, you've been. Disappointed to anger of the thought. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Inferno, like Waspinator is building, is putting up the, the shielding for the death ray. I think they call it a, a disruptor array in the in the show, but it's a fucking death yeah. ray. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
so Waspinator is putting up the shielding. Inferno plugs the thing in and turns it on before he's finished for some reason. And that causes like a bipolar energon surge that makes them all short out. And so Megatron's like, well, it seems the bipolar energon causes all Cybertronians to short out. Cheers. If only we had some a non-Cybertronian to finish it, the shielding. And I'm like, just fucking unplug the thing. And now then here, ah. <laughs> uh, so I had thought because he's like, we need a non-Cybertronian to finish the job. I was when I initially watched it, I was like, uh, to like infiltrate the maximal base with like bipolar energon crystals. Is that it? Oh. But I didn't realize he literally means finish building the Death Ray. Yeah. But they were just working on it fine. Yep, they were just working on it fine until Inferno, Inferno it, it in. before Inferno plugged it in. So it's like, just unplug it and then finish it and then plug it back in. <laughs> and everything will be fine. Well, I know when I move, uh, take parts <laughs> out of my computer, I leave everything plugged in. <laughs> Like when I do any engine work on my car, I make sure to start the engine first. <laughs> and then I go and put a brick on the accelerator and leave it in neutral. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it makes more sense now. And he's like, if only those stupid humans were more capable of following instruction. Yeah, and uh, Tarantulas is like... Uh, well, how convenient, Mighty Megatron. And, like, he's calling him Mighty Megatron again? Like, what? Tarantulas he, doesn't... He calls he, him Mighty Megatron. When, before, he had mysteriously and without explanation rejoined the Predacons, he said all the time he, he thought Megatron was stupid. Yeah. And we've reconciled that. We've gone, okay, maybe once he saw Megatron's vision of G1 Megatron from G1 the, the Golden Disc. Megatron yeah. and what his motivations were, he sided with him again. Yeah. And when he's groveling or being sarcastic, he has said, of course, mighty Megatron in the mm -hmm. past. But, but here not he's just offering be it up. Yeah, he, he seems to be sincere here. And I'm like, yeah, dude, you hate this guy. Yeah. You've tried to usurp him like so many times. I feel like there's a missing filler episode of where he comes back into the fold. I can't remember what episode it was, but anyone, anyone that's watched the show knows. He just, oh, it's the, um, it's X-Ape episode. The, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, with the raptors. Um, Cut, cutting Edge. Cutting Edge, there we go. Um, See, even that episode title, uh, Cutting Edge, like, that has cyber raptors. Like, that, that and episode And x did, did we mention this on air, or was it in the outtake? Okay, so the, the ep title of this episode, Go With The Flow, has nothing to do with the plot. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't place it, no. At least, like, the, the titles of every other episode of the show, like, kind of relates to what's going on. Maybe it's based on how the humans improvise. And those two children, T 
teach the Maximals how to improvise a bit. Yeah, maybe. So the, that's the only thing I, I got. <laughs> it's better than I what I got. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole time, um, the whole time, uh, Cheetor is trying to teach the the proto human kids. Um, like they're being pestered by uh, those little flashlight bug drones of yeah, that fo- that follow tarantulas around. Yeah, yeah, and apparently he can see through them. And uh, they comment and they say, "Hey, these things have been around more and more like lately." Mm-hmm. You then fuck. Then kill them all or move. <laughs> right? Like they're not a natural creature. They're not going there because like they have a natural food source. They're going there to spy on you, dipshits. Yeah. How could they not obviously think that they're associated with being spied on? Instead of they just treat them like actual bugs. I think like Cheetor throws one at Rat Trap and he takes his tail, which extends a lot longer than I realized, and he's like playing baseball with them. <laughs> Like knocking them out of the park and, and smashing them, and I didn't realize that Cheetor uses his ta- tail like a rapier, like an actual like rapier. This this episode, like he even has his hand up and his off hand <laughs> up and everything. And I'm like, huh, in loving memory of a Dinobot. <laughs> <laughs> it's his it's his tribute to him. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, so Tarantulas is like, oh, what a coincidence, Mighty Megatron. Uh, Cheetor has been playing youth pastor to these <laughs> stupid fucking Neanderthal kids. So one thing I do kind of like about this episode is I do kind of dig, like, cool youth pastor Cheetor. I do, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that and there's one line that Megatron says later in this episode actually made me laugh. I'll point it out when we get there. I think it might be the same as mine. Involves waspinator. Uh, I like how uh, he's <laughs> teaching them how to like, like build trowels, or like digging machines, or like whatever. Like he teaches them how to put a piece of flint or stone on the end yeah. of a rock to like dig with. And I'm like, are these motherfuckers going to teach like humans how to like? Um, I mean, there. As I was saying earlier, there is a, a potential for a, a, a paradox here like a paradoxical this is a paradoxical action time um, paradox yeah when did humans snake work? you can't do that you'll create a time <laughs> paradox uh when did humans like develop like any kind of agriculture do you oh, know that off the top of your head oh i just asked no, you because um you mentioned uh, anthropology i don't know but it feels like it's a little early. Like these good motherfuckers going to be making like aqueducts and fucking I, I, like plowing the fields in like a matter of weeks. I think it was only like maybe ten thousand years ago. Oh wow! <laughs> you mean not like one million? <laughs> that that lines up. Let, let, let's Google this shit. When did uh, eleven thousand five hundred years ago? You're basically right on they started developing at least we have evidence of humans having agriculture at that time but as we've established um this is like before homo sapien like these are like proto humans 
Yeah, I think they're either supposed to be Neanderthals or maybe Homo erectus, but it's definitely... Well, like, they're Neanderthals. It doesn't matter what you teach them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they're these definitely aren't Homo sapiens. No. <laughs> gave that away. <laughs> um, actually, no. Like there was, they were close enough that there was um, crossbreeding with Neanderthals and uh, Homo sapiens, or so I've heard. Uh, it's spe- I, what I was Did told in school was that it's uh, speculation. It's one of like three like main theories of like our three main hypotheses of what happened to Neanderthals. One mm. was that we killed and ate them all. That's... Two two was that we we bred we basically like bred them out of existence. Like we basically assimilated them yeah. by breeding with them. And uh the third I think was that they were wiped out by some sort of plague. Uh some sort of plague that was uh that only affected their physiology. All of those are seem extremely likely, especially yeah. the first one. <laughs> yeah. We like humans them. love to fucking kill and eat things, man. Yeah. <laughs> Even things that aren't edible. <laughs> I mean, especially things that are edible though. You heard about that. Uh, what is it? High meat. They call it. I think. What? <laughs> High meat, I think, is what they're calling it. It's people I, like, like literally letting meat rot for like months and then eating it because uh, there's a chance you could do like it. It could cause like psychoactive effects. If you're googling high meat, uh, prepare for some positively revolting looking photos. <laughs> well, that that doesn't throw me off too much. I mean, huh, so they eat this like fermented rotten meat in hopes that they get high as fuck. Yeah. Um. So I worked uh, next. I worked in a very fancy hotel and very fancy fucking restaurant. Like really expensive, super yep. fancy restaurant. And yep. they, I don't know what it's called, but they have like they age their meats at like certain temperatures and for certain amount of times. And it's kind of similar to that. It's like raw, but it has like rub on it. And well, that, well like it's controlled fermentation, but that like seems you can, different than what you're talking about. Yeah. Like you can do that with like certain kinds of meat, um, like uh, prosciutto. I love prosciutto. It's yeah. technically raw, but it's like yeah. cured in like salt and aged for a certain amount of time. This mm-hmm. is literally just like letting putting meat in a jar for like six months and letting it rot and go moldy and then eating it. Oh, that's balls of steel, man. Like good good for the people that do that and don't die. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got other ways to try to get high, man. <laughs> uh yeah, that's, uh, I, I watched a, uh, I, fe- I, I heard about it like maybe a month or so ago about on, uh, uh, Internet Today, YouTube channel I watch, uh, hosted by Ricky and Elliot, formerly yeah, of I, Machinima. I love them. Yeah, yeah, they're great. We've been watching it recently. I've been, uh, yeah, I've been watching, uh, I've been watching their show since they were part of, uh, Machinima ETC, 
ETC Daily back in, I think I discovered mm -hmm. them back in like 2014. Yeah, there's a lot of crossover with all the Machinima people, right? Like there was Inside Gaming that came from that. Yeah. Uh, with Machinima, um, like just, what's the word I'm looking for? Ceased to exist. Uh, what's the, <laughs> with they, Machinima. Uh, they were bought by Time Warner. And then when the, uh, uh, then when the Warner Media, like big, like merger conglomerate, mm -hmm thing happened uh machinima was just shuttered completely yeah completely and and that's interesting because um inside gaming opened up and was given back to like, like given back to the people from from rooster teeth yeah so like a lot of inside gaming kept going but like under the production of some funhouse people yeah the hat i'm wearing um and so I think it was like Lawrence Sontag, not not with uh, Rooster Teeth anymore, but he was like one of the producers of it at the time. And Inside Gaming kept going. Uh, I think it's nixed now. Uh, no, no, wait, no, it's it's still there in some some sense. Um, but yeah, they they got a hold. I guess Rooster Teeth has like all those archived Inside Gaming, and they can put it on their website now. So I don't know if you know this. If you ever want to go back and watch like um all of them, like old school from years ago, like interact and like review Halo 2 and, and, and shit. Like it's <laughs> it's kind of entertaining. It's all free. Yeah. It's it's weird seeing all of that revived and and hosted yeah. again. Yeah. And um, um yeah, yeah, sorry, Rick, go ahead. Uh yeah, Ricky and Elliot, they uh they were Talking about high meat. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no. They they were uh, ETC Daily, which was just like on the Machinima channel. And then they were spun off into their own like multi, like daily show call, channel called uh, ETC Show. And then they were eventually were like, okay, we're, we're leaving Machinima. And so they founded yeah, their own... Yeah. They founded their own yeah. channel, Internet Today, and then maybe like six months or so. And they, the reason why they left was because they saw the writing on the wall. Maybe like six months or so after they left was when yeah. Machinima was shuttered completely. But un and unfortunately, like all of their old ETC content is just gone. Oh, gone forever. Except for that one dude that illegally... Um, downloaded them who's got it sitting somewhere on the yeah, on yeah. hard drive <laughs> yeah that person doing god's work right there i let me tell you yeah there's um, an old uh, the first podcast i ever listened to was the the joystick podcast uh hosted by uh justin mcelroy before he became famous for being justin mcelroy of uh uh my brother my brother and me um it was hosted by him and Chris Grant, who later went on to found Polygon.com and uh, Ludwig Kiesman. Little site. Maybe you've heard it, of it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, where's I going with this? Oh, yeah. I found someone who actually... Because, like, Joystick itself doesn't even exist anymore. Um, but I found someone who has hosted... Has 
posted, I think, on like SoundCloud or something, every single episode ever of not only the Joystick podcast, but like any other podcast that they like collaborated with for like certain ep- special episodes. Oh, they just showed up like on yeah, yeah. That guy's but, doing God's work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's great. It, <clears throat> it's such a trip though, because like the Joystick podcast was from like the mid to late two thousands. So it's such a trip to like go back and hear them talking about like uh like being hyped for like Halo 3. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh yeah. Should follow them. Should find them on the Twitters and follow them. Um yeah, Ludwig doesn't uh uh Ludwig actually also I, for the listeners, uh maybe this is a good time to go into this. Laser comb. Uh, that actually is from a bit on an episode of the Joystick Podcast. <laughs> yeah, I is, that just uh, popped up into my head. Yeah, uh, if you're curious, uh, type in Joystick Podcast X um, laser comb, and you'll get like a little <laughs> bit with uh, uh, a little bit of audio from the old Joystick Podcast talking about the Hairmax laser comb. <laughs> and uh, with some video from Space Ghost Coast to Coast added in, it's great. Check it out. Uh, I the before we we drop that and move on. Yes, this episode is very interesting. <laughs> uh, I watched the Ian Elliot rant uh, at length, and they're quite detailed when they. Uh, I I like how they bitch about things. Oh, so do <laughs> they I, care yeah. about things, yeah. Uh, but they do it in an informative way, and they they go, okay, well, to be fair, and they'll try to give the other side, and they'll be like, well, here's the good from it, and here's the bad, right? Like they're, I, I like their style, and um, they basically taught me um, about like ETFs, the uh, the crypto market for um, digital artwork, oh, uh, NFTs. NFTs. I said ETFs. There you go. Can you can you tell? I, I know <laughs> a lot about it. NFTs. And um, it was quite informative. And they also went on Funhouse and t- talked with them a little bit, uh, like 15 minutes out of their like hour-long like podcast about it. And I was like, oh, what? I have no idea what's going on. And listened to them and went and Googled a bunch. And I'm like, is this dumb? This feels really fucking stupid. It is. It's really fucking stupid. But can you imagine <laughs> paying like ten thousand, one hundred thousand dollars for like a JPEG? But it's no. yours. You own dick butt, and, no. and nobody else does. And so, I think I, I said this on Reddit, and I ended up getting like a shit ton of upvotes for it. Um. And I can't remember the exactly what I said, but basically the gist was that I feel like NFTs are the are like the ultimate exam or like the ultimate token that some people just have way too much fucking money. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like uh, I understand owning digital things, uh, the things you buy in Apple Music, right? You can fuck off. You can not have a computer. You can live in the mountains for two years, Christopher. You come back, you sign into your fucking Apple account, and you can download the things you bought. Most of the time. And 
technically yeah. <laughs> they can take those things away from you. It's happened to me before. And uh, right, their deals with different artists and record labels, blah, blah, blah. But for the most part, the movies you've paid for, you can acquire again digitally. That's supposed to be the benefit of owning digital over, you know, you can uninstall a game and reinstall it years later. That's the benefit. But like owning a JPEG, it might be really great art, but like it's just to say that you own it. Other people might be able to right click and save and have it as their wallpaper, but it's different because it's yours. Yeah. And what oh. is it like NFT like transactions um, use like a crazy amount of like energy? Like every day the blockchains use something like like a, like a, a middle class home in Sweden or something like that. Or an entire block of like like a, a Brazilian suburb or something stupid like that. Yeah, to, to bring this back to Transformers, actually, uh, recently uh, at some, I think it was some like uh, investor call or something like that at Hasbro, they were like, oh, yeah, we're, we're committed to uh, to being more environmentally friendly with our packaging. And indeed, like they're using like less and less plastic in the War for Cybertron Kingdom lines, like the packaging's primarily just cardboard now. Whereas, like, even in Earthrise, oh, cool. like, they were sitting, like, the, the outer shell was cardboard, but the, like, the figure sat in, like, plastic. and little mold for it to hold yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, this, like, Hasbro dude was like, yeah, yeah, we're committed to a, being environmentally friendly and, like, moving away from uh, using a lot of plastics and, like, using recyclable materials and yada yada. And then he was like... But we're also thinking of getting into the NFT game for Transformers products. <laughs> and so he took a lot you of hold, flack for this gun while I shoot myself in the foot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm going to move away from this. Trust me. <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong. Like the whole like, oh, like the artist gets paid every time it's resold. Right. Like they get a cut of it. That is cool. Whereas, let's say um, somebody buys a physical piece of artwork from an artist, right? And if I, let's say I do, and I want to resell it, I don't have to give some of that money back to the artist. But in NFTs, every time it's resold, a certain percentage of whatever it's sold for goes to the artist. That if, part is cool. If you but go into a, part. <laughs> if you go into a uh, used music store and buy a used CD, like all you're really helping is the music store. You're not helping the artist at all. Which I actually, yeah. I actually knew a bunch of, uh, when I was younger, a bunch of metalheads who were like really high and mighty about like buying CDs and not like buying MP3s on like iTunes or whatnot. But like these people, most of their CDs, they would buy used anyway. Yeah. So who are you? Yeah. I always, <laughs> I was like, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you can say what you want about the uh, the digital marketplaces for music, but I mean, the, the artists get fucking get paid. So what do you what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, uh, Spotify doesn't pay only pays artists like pennies per stream, which is true. 
But and that's mm-hmm. bullshit. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna pirate their music. And it's like I, I've known people who have made who have actually said, like I'm paraphrasing, but like that's basically been their attitude. And it's like, how are at least like streaming it on like Spotify, at least you're like giving them pennies per stream, like going and pirating it, like the fuck? Gives them nothing. It gives them nothing. So like what is this weird high horse that you're on? And also, that's per stream. You can listen to it without like owning it. That's every time it's streamed. Yeah. That might add up more. Like, he- here's an interesting thing. What if you could pay artists, but you-, you paid them personally a few pennies every time you listened to the song rather than buying an album or digitally buying the entire song? Hmm. Then if you got like a really catchy song or whatever, you you make bank. I think uh, that's kind of what Bandcamp does. I th- it, I think so. Yeah. I haven't I haven't gone on that site in like eighty four years. <laughs> <laughs> four million years. Speaking of four million years, it's yeah. time to kill these little kids. Yeah. All right. What the fuck's going on in this episode? Inferno and Waspinator attack Cheetor, Rat Trap, and the the Banana Bunch. <laughs> the Banana Bunch. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's where we are. Um, For the royalty. Yeah, Cheetor gets shot. Waspinator kidnaps. Uh, what is her name? Una. Yeah. Una, the little girl Neanderthal, and he rubs flies his away. little like hands together, and he's like. Oh, perfect for the taking. And I'm like, don't, don't, don't do my boy Waspinator like a creepy, like, child predator, please. Uh, Depth Charge shows up, flying in his manta ray mode, spitting, like, disc missiles out of his mouth. No, I, I don't like it. No. Like, shoot. It's weird looking. He's he's shooting energy discs out of his mouth. Yeah, and it, it he looks like he's like belching them out in rapid succession. And it it I already don't like the way his face looks in beast mode. Especially when he talks. Yeah, and like that's just uh that's worse. It's like when um Optimus talks when he's a jet. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> don't like <laughs> I can I deal with what... that. It's like, I don't like it when he moves his arms. in general. Oh, that's weird. His wings suddenly yeah. are like hands. And I'm like, ah. yeah, I, that <laughs> I don't like. No, I don't like it. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Optimus shows up and Cheetor is basically like, I got to go save Una. And Optimus is like, no, you're too hurt. Depth Charge will go and Rat Trap will go after her. And Cheetor's like, no. And Optimus is like, yeah, get and Chonk or whatever his name is home safe. <laughs> get Chonk home, yeah. And um, Cheetor is like, you got it, big boss. Big boss, and, big bot. Yeah, and, and we <laughs> cut to Waspinator um, and Inferno flying back to, to the mountain base. Yeah. Death Ray. And he's precariously dangling Una um, with his little wasp legs which don't seem to shouldn't be able to 
hold things, but whatever. He's a robot. And Una has a, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Una <laughs> has a flashback of Cheetor, literally his voice saying, when you're battling bots, try hacking at the hinges, which means she understands English to some extent. Yeah. Or at least on the instructions. And indeed, she takes her like weird little like digging tool and starts like sl- slamming it into Waspinator and is taking his legs off, his insect yeah. legs off. I-, I like that. I like that, but also there's a. I see a critical flaw in her plan here. Oh. Let's see she let's say she takes out all of his legs including the ones holding her and she falls to her doom better than whatever they're going to do to her <laughs> kid, if you're a kid and you're like listening you you fight tooth and nail if anyone tries to take you if you're an adult too if anyone kidnaps you don't listen to them say like oh do what i say and i won't hurt you because they're going to drive out in the middle of fucking nowhere, and then you won't be able to like kick and scream and, and yell. You fucking and, bite, you slash, you smash windows, you scream, you go nuts. You never, ever negotiate with a kidnapper. We don't negotiate with terrorists. Absolutely not, especially not the winged kind. You fuck <laughs> them up. Um, I do like uh, Megatron radioing waspinator and he's like so she better is, not be harmed so this is what i laughed about earlier oh. this was the one thing in the episode that actually made me laugh go, was go uh ahead. uh yeah yeah so megatron's like uh she she better not be harmed no and waspinator is like she uh Fleshy bot not hurt. Fleshy bot hurting Waspinator. And what does Megatron say? Megatron's like, ah, situation normal then. Yes. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, looking and at he, his nails. Yeah. Yeah, that made me laugh. It's the one thing in this episode that made me laugh. <laughs> There's another I, part later when Actually, like, I th- I think there might be another, he says another line that makes me laugh. There's one terrible other, fucking other... episode, but Megatron is always entertaining. Meg, uh, I like Cheetor with the kids, and I, I'm actually fine with like what the, the kids' shenanigans. Um, but like the the plot, just like the the main story, is a little silly. Yeah, I don't like bipolar energon being a thing. But whatever. Especially without any explanation as to what it actually is. I'm sure we'll get an explanation soon. Yeah, in the, like, <laughs> what, four episodes that remain in, of this series? Uh, yeah. we're, al- we're almost to the end of Beast Wars, dude. Can't, I can't believe it. I like that Waspinator is flying on his back now because he has no insect legs <laughs> to support her, uh, Una's weight. And he's like, Waspinator wants to negotiate, renegotiate contract. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, fucking Good right. He's my union, union bot. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure the Preds don't have anything like that, but I appreciate that. So Megatron's like, uh, let, let's power up the Death Ray for a little test. And Tarantulas is like, no, too much energon. 
too much bipolar energon or whatever. And he's yeah. like, minimum power, yes, just a test. So they fire the death ray and knock uh, Death Charge and Rat Trap, who are like flying toward uh, Mount Death Ray Mountain. And it like makes a weird zigzaggy like arc of electricity or energy at them. Um, it, while it's like electrocuting all of the Preds, um, it shows the uh, energy. Oh, that's later. Sorry. Yeah. Even testing it just now, um, it kind of like like shocks all the Predacons a bit. Yeah, but Una's fine because she's not Cybertronian. Yeah. So Rat Trap and uh, um, Depth Charge are going down, and they have like a little back and forth, like just bickering with one another. For the first time on the show, um, Depth Charge is like injured so bad that he's when they fall to the ground because the death ray kind of hit them. Uh, Depth Charge can't move. He's like barely functional. And he's like half buried in the mud. So when they crash, there is a transition screen where it goes to black and we see smoke come up. Yeah. And the picture fades in. Watch that. Because it is literally just like superimposed smoke over a black screen. Let's see what the fuck. That like fades and like it for like a brief second is like a filter over the. Over I need the to scenery. see this. You do. It's at like around uh, like 1030. Okay. Let's see here. On two. Is it as, is it as rad as the realistic fire effects from season? <laughs> what was that? Season one? Yeah. Yeah. It's especially hilarious because I'm pretty sure I've seen people use this exact transition in like Windows Movie Maker. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up. Oh my god, how did I not notice that? <laughs> that transition. <laughs> I think it might be like one of, if not the worst effects I've seen on this show. That is amazing. How did I not notice that? <laughs> I the didn't notice it. Smoke, almost like the beginning of a Bond movie. <laughs> I didn't notice it the when I watched this episode the other night, but I just rewatched it a few hours ago, and yeah. I'm glad I did because I noticed that. Excuse me, princess. So there's this like huge crater down like a hill, um, like an impact slide. Yeah, and um, Death Charge is stuck on his back, unable to move. And he's like, I guess uh, you gotta try to help me out here. And he's like, no way, this is a rescue mission. And Rat Tap just fucks off. He's like, huh, helpless, marvelous. And a butterfly lands on him and he's like, what are you looking at? Kind of like his voice. <laughs> really? Yeah, maybe, when he's not maybe... being... We, we we've been shit talking his his voice uh, oh, performance all season. His his although voice it, lines. It, he's like although, an edgy motherfucker, but like the the voice itself, I it's it's kind of like a an edgy Batman. 
Uh, I've I've always he to be fair he he's kind of the voice actor has been dialing it down for the past couple of episodes. But you the mentioned first couple, that a while ago. The first couple few episodes that he was in of this show, he sounded like he was trying way too hard to sound like a tough guy. It is dialed down. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, definitely. So we're back in Death Mountain. I realize that they <laughs> Death have Mountain. Nice. I realize they have a special apparatus, um, like a long crane, that's sole purpose is to provide a seat that is suspended from above, just for Megatron. Yeah. So he can have his ye old floating, like floating throne. Yeah. <laughs> a whole device just so that I just noticed that. <laughs> Weird. He's had one of those like in just about every like like field operation he's had. What is it? Uh, yeah. What what is it with him and like the ceiling suspended like throne? Hey, Can we this all motherfucker have, just sit down. We we all have our kinks. Yeah. <laughs> Some people like to get shocked by bipolar energon. Yes. Other people like being hung from the ceiling by hooks. <laughs> so With I like bipolar how... energon batteries, jumper cables <laughs> plugged into their balls. Cheers. Oh, I mean uh, energy cells. <laughs> Turn it on. Minimal power. Yes. <laughs> no, not that minimal. Turn uh, it up more. Higher. Higher. <laughs> Too high. Higher. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Una, there, there's this little bit where um, I actually like this. Th- this what this was this. mildly entertaining. Where so, uh, yeah, he sorry he points to, to he's like you there, and for some re- reason Una is just on the death ray. <laughs> yeah, and she points at herself. He's like yes, finish installing that shielding plate. Yes, yes, that one. Grab the wrench. Put it on those bolts. Go go on. No, not your head. The wrench. And he laughs, though. He goes uh, at 11.50. He goes, yeah. (laughs) when she puts it on her head. (laughs) No, not there. So he acts impatient and he gets angry later. But there's, there's two sides of him going on here. That was like a joyous laugh. Like, does Megatron like kids? Like, he go actually eleven forty eight, and he he has yeah. a joyous laugh. I've never heard um, the voice actor deliver any like joyful laughs. I've only heard like maniacal laughs or like pit like mocking laughs. So I kind of I kind of really like this. I kind of like Megatron with the, <laughs> the, the kids. Uncle Meg, Uncle Megatron, <laughs> call me Uncle Megzy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Uncle Megs. No, no, put put it up there. Just grab the wrench. <laughs> yeah, I I love that. No, the wrench, you imbecilic anthropod. <laughs> yes, that's it. Use it. Yes, <laughs> she uses it as a fucking hammer. Well, first she's got a bone. The camera cuts and comes back to her, and she's just holding a fucking bone. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, where, where did, did this you come get from? That? Yeah. 
And she she copies him and she's like, Revenge? No. <laughs> what does he call her? An imbecilic anthropoid. An anthropod. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, she hammers in like the, the shielding plate. Yeah. And I'm like, this kid's genius, considering like she doesn't barely knows any English. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Like, send this kid to Cybertronian University. <laughs> the, the, the Megatron uh, scholarship for youth. The uh, uh, the 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 Waspinator Center for uh, Neanderthals who can't read good and who want to, want to do other things. <laughs> good <smartly> too. too. <laughs> good too. <laughs> the Waspinator Center for Anthropoidic imbeciles who can't read good. What is this? And who want to be smartest of all Predacons, too. (laughs) (laughs) So it's funny. um, Megatron gives up, seemingly. And he kind of, like, sighs after his, like, weird nap. And he hears Una kind of, like, do a ta-da sound. And he kind of, like, lifts his head up. And he's like, Yes! Like, so amazed that she did it. And it's not perfect, right? But can we just stop and discuss the fact that this, like, skinny fucking, like, ape child... By the way, this contraption that she's been working on is 40 feet high. I understand yeah. that we're apes. We're very good at climbing and stuff. She did all of this herself. Yeah. In, like, an afternoon. <laughs> like, the sun <laughs> is still up. <laughs> Uh, like she how, could probably how many, this... <laughs> many megacycles were spent in its construction? Maybe they, they maybe they should start putting these people to work. Yeah, but but unionize them and pay them a fair wage, as Waspinator would wouldn't have it any other way. You get two bananas <laughs> per day. Shares. <laughs> What? They're arguing for three? <laughs> Unheard of. <laughs> Tarantulas. The people that, that, that betray the union. <laughs> Tarantulas. Kill them and eat them and bring in the next round of new hires. My pleasure, Megatron. <laughs> 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 uh, so, yeah. Uh, after she finishes building the shielding. They give her a very important microchip. A stabilizer crystal. Yes, with very thin pins that she has to like plug into a circuit board. It'd look easily bendable if you were to do what an ape would do and go... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's a crystal inside of a microchip. you You ever put a CPU in into a motherboard? Maybe that, don't let an orangutan fucking do it. That, that's, that is a nerve-wracking experience, good sir. Yeah. I, I have seen uh, CPU pins bent before because I have done it. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. 
as long as you don't fuck them up too bad and you're really you can, careful, you yeah. can you can bend them back and you can bend them you're, back. Pro you're probably fine. Yeah. With my steady surgeon hands. <laughs> exactly. That only gets steadier the, the more intoxicated you become. <laughs> the more intoxicated I become and the older I get. <laughs> yeah. Those those two there's there's a direct correlation between those two. Sidebar, you ever meet motherfuckers who are like, I'm fine. I drive better when I'm drunk anyway. Yeah. No, you fucking don't, dude. If no, you're one of no, those people, don't. stop saying that. Yeah. Even if you don't believe it yourself and you just say it to be funny. One, don't drink and drive, you tool. And two, don't say that. Like that feels like such a like a an alcoholic uncle thing to say. I know a lot of people who say that about weed too. Also, don't drive stoned. And no, you can't you drive don't, better when you're stoned. You don't drive better. You don't do anything better when you're intoxicated. I know, you, crazy, crazy yeah, thought. You I, I, shocking. You might like it more. You yep. might like it more. You do not do it better. Yep. Doesn't matter, right? Like, for instance, yoga may be more enjoyable under certain substances. Film yourself. Film yourself, like, playing a game or... Or doing like yoga or exercising or whatever. No, dude, you don't do it better. <laughs> you, you see, you remember the movie Beer Fest? Uh, yes. Where, yes, uh, I do. <laughs> uh, uh, Jay Tran, uh, Chan Dress, whatever his name is, I can't remember. Whatever his name is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there's a bit where he's in a bar and he he goes up, and I haven't seen the movie for like 15 years, so I, I'm not, I'm very much paraphrasing this. Um, but he goes up to this woman and starts like hitting on her and they go out into the dance floor and start dancing. And there's a shot of him being like, like spinning around being like, Hey baby, I think you're real fine. And I'd like to take you home. And it cuts to her face and she's like, and then it cuts <laughs> back to him and he's like, la, 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 la. Oh, he's not even saying the words that he thinks he's saying. <laughs> yeah. The, like, First, it shows what, what he thinks he's saying in his head, and then it shows us what he actually looks and sounds like. It's hilarious. So, and I've I've heard, oh, I drive better when I'm, I'm drunk anywhere, or I dance better when I'm drunk. You have more confidence. You do not dance better. You <laughs> trust me, people. As, as somebody who's gone with friends and has been the designated driver, like, you, you do not... That's better when you're drunk. Um, I have more people. I have more fun singing karaoke when I am smash drunk. I have more fun. I'm, I'm not, not a better, better singer. No, Holy I'm not shit, a great. I'm not a, I'm not a great I'm singer. Period. But like, even playing like Sing Star or something like that. If I'm like stone sober, I can usually at least like like get a Hit decent score. Like yeah. I can usually like uh, keep my pitch and my tone. Yeah. And all of that, and at least like do respectably. Um, when I play SingStar drunk, like I'm all over the place. I'm having more fun. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'm not. I'm not beating anyone. Yeah. Um, it's like the people that are like, oh yeah, like I'm like way better at sex or blah 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 when I'm like high or stoned or drunk yeah. or like whatever. No, you're no, you're not. Mm, you're not. Sorry. <laughs> That, that's another one I've heard. You're, you're not yeah. better. <laughs> that's, a, that's a universal like rule, people. Yeah. Things are more fun, but you are not better when you're intoxicated. 
inebriated. I'll use that word. When you are under the influence. There you go. Yeah. When you're high on that bipolar energon, <laughs> you just let a monkey make your death ray. <laughs> How could nobody be supervising this kid? This is an integral part right here, folks. Because he's like, yes, put in that delicate piece of <laughs> machinery. And she opens the right compartment somehow. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What is this episode? You're teaching the early humans how to like make a death ray? I mean, she's not going to remember any of the circuitry or anything like that. But like, I thought what she tore was doing was bad. Yeah. He's like getting her. <laughs> I mean, something tells me that, uh, well, considering we've already seen him outright try to do it. Megatron doesn't really care about, uh, you know, fucking oh. up the timeline. Oh, he plans on offing them anyway, right? I mean, he's already tried to do it once. At least yeah. once. Yeah, so the camera cuts away, and Una goes, eh, and slams the panel closed. And, and Megatron's, Megatron's like, yes, my death ray is complete. Aim it at the maximal base. Triumph is before me. Aim it at Dark Mountain. Now. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I suppose you want <laughs> I suppose you want me to talk, Megatron. No! I want you to go offline. <laughs> uh Triumph is before me. And then Rat Trap is like, and the rat is behind you. What? <laughs> I kinda and, like I kinda liked that line. I like that. And Dino Clone 2. Like peaks in between two glass shields. <laughs> oh, Megatron actually does go, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dino Clone 2 eye, eyeball laser is the... It's not even a laser, it's a little ball of light. I don't know, his eye does like fucking five different things. I call, <laughs> it, his eye, I call it his eye blaster. His eye blaster shoots a little white ball and it like knocks Rat Trap's gun out of his hand. Yeah. And I'm like, what what did what was Rat Trap's plan there? And yeah, then the really I, creepy part comes. Oh sorry, yeah. Go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, like, I feel like given the circumstances, Rat Trap probably should have taken the stealth approach. Well, I mean he did sneak up to Megatron. Well, but sneak like, in, stay hidden, and then grab the kid and then sneak Make his out. move. Yeah, yeah. That, that, and also that's a much more rat trap maneuver. Just like trying to like point a Yo, gun. Like, ha ha! Like that. Yeah. That's, I have you now. It's a dumb <laughs> plan in a dumb and episode. Then Megatron feeling like confident. He's like, Tarantulas, it seems the anthropoid suddenly has become, shall we say, obsolete. Yes. And so then it's it's creep playing this creepy, like do 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 like that like suspenseful Predacons are winning music and Tarantulas like starts salivating and rubbing his palms together and like walking towards Una. Hey, cause he's going to eat her. And she immediately knows like Tarantulas is bad news bears. Yeah. She like sees that guy and she goes that that's, 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 that's bad touch. That's bad touch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. I mean, we, we've seen tarantulas <laughs> eat all manner of creature before. 
So true. Uh, so what I thought was going to be cool, but ended up being nothing. Um, Rat Trap pulls out his like rigid tail thing and holds it like a rapier and points at a Dino Clone too. Yeah. So I thought there was going to be some sort of like have crisis at with have at the and some sort of crisis with Rat Trap fighting someone who essentially is a clone of Dinobot and some sort of duel. But no, there's no like that, crisis. There's no emotional depth there. See, Dinobot. That, that, that would have been interesting. Wouldn't that, I'm not asking for a huge, like 10 seconds of him going like, I don't want to hurt you big guy, but uh, if there's anything left of you in there. Yeah. Like little, a little line like that. And then have him like knock the weapon out of his hand. Mm-hmm. So that like Rat Trap goes, uh, okay, so this isn't this isn't Dinobot at all. But no, I thought they were gonna have like a duel. No, he just uh chops um Rat Trap's rapier in half. Hey, what's the big deal? And then it cuts to Tarantulas, and he's doing a pedo walk. <laughs> Towards Una, like he's literally fucking jiving like this, clanking his. I, I can't handle it. <laughs> like, well done, um, animators. He's like doing this and he's clanking his claws and going, <laughs> doing like the creepiest little fucking, like, I'm gonna eat you, like, strut. I, I can't handle that. That animation is great. Just him fucking. <laughs> Walking towards Una as she's like crying for help. And I'm like, don't like child predator approaching little girl in this episode. <laughs> like, I thought I hated Tarantulas a lot. But the fact that Megatron is like, well, Tarantulas, you can now have your fun, like, means that other people know he's creepy fucking too. It's not just the viewer. And I thought I hated yeah. him like 10 out of 10. Not like hate the character design. I always mean like he, he's like a villain and like he's way more villainous and I dislike him more than Megatron. <laughs> like Megatron is like a Bond villain and yeah. Tarantulas is like a like like a creepy serial killer. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Yeah. So where, where the hell are we? Oh, Una uses some um, le- lever action. <laughs> she takes some um, her lessons. Oh into yeah, a yeah. Cat. yeah, 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 and like, this is so funny and dumb. And then Tarantulas goes, "I wait, oh no!" And, like runs vertically. Like, yeah, she she knocks like the... part of the the thing that she's standing on. Some sort of giant fan or distributor or something. Yeah, and it's like connected to the like spiral staircase that she's standing on. And she falls. Yeah, yeah. And it it falls onto tarantulas and squishes them. Yeah. I'm like, good. Get fucked. That guy (laughs) has gotten squished more times than he's gotten shot easily on the show. Yeah. Like, I'd say like nine times out of ten. When Tarantulas is taken out, it's from something squishing him. Well, when he was actually killed, he was burned alive by Inferno. 
at the end of season one. Like, oh shit! That, yeah, he he I was straight about that. He was straight up killed. His body was like converted to transmit to a transmetal body by the quantum surge, but his body was dead. Oh, but it was all he, like coiled up he, like a dead spider. Yeah, yeah, but his consciousness was had he had uploaded like a copy of it into black, uh, arachnia. black arachnia yeah do you think he's bitter like would he want to get inferno back for that seemingly not you would think but it does yeah. never come up at all i didn't even think about that I, until I, just now right <laughs> like tarantulas is definitely better and Inferno flat out was like, for the royalty, traitors burn. And he burned him alive. Yeah. Like Inferno's kill count is one, and it's it's tarantulas. <laughs> well, technically, I'm, well, I, I, oh, guess I guess he lived. Yeah. He I was to say, nice. technically himself, but I'm like, because he incinerated oh, right. himself in that one episode. But it's but like, nah. But then the like, next season, he was, wasn't fine, but like he wasn't dead. Wasn't incinerated, yeah. Oh, so uh, Una falls off of the thing. Rat Trap goes into hot rod mode and uh, speeds her. over and catches her, and then fucks off out of Death Mountain. Yeah, they get out of there. Yep, they go back to uh, to Depth Charge, and Depth Charge is still fucked up, and he's huge compared to them. Oh, they yeah, try to yeah. pull him out of the mud. And he can't because like Rat Trap is like human sized, but Depth Charge is like a fucking dump truck. He He's is huge. an ultra. He is an ultra beast figure. There you go. And uh, as they're trying to pull him, he's like, I still can't move, but you can take me to the water. Yeah. Breathe. <laughs> trying some pull. They're trying some pulley action. It's not working. And then Dino Clone 2, Inferno, and Waspinator show up and start shooting at them. And Can Dino Clone 2 fly? No. How'd he get there so fast? Whatever. <laughs> Have you noticed Inferno this episode is rolling as ours? A lot more than usual. All the Predacons attack! Yeah. He... <laughs> It seems to vary from episode to episode. Sometimes he does it a lot. Sometimes he doesn't do it at all. Yeah. Yeah. So they slide down the hill and into the water. And, and depth uh, charge goes uh, depth charge beast mode. Yes. So depth charge actually says fucking beast mode to go to beast mode for the first time. He Every other time, we, he has said maximize twice now on two separate occasions in two separate episodes. He has said maximize to go into beast mode. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, okay, well, I guess maybe that's just his thing. Maybe. Maybe, maybe that was an o- Maybe the first time it happened, I was like, maybe it was just an oversight by the writers. And But then he does it again in another episode. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. But now this episode, he says beast mode. To go to beast so, mode, just like everyone I guess it else. Was a mistake. I I I don't know. It was a mistake. Yeah, the <laughs> other two times, not this time. So, so they, basically, so, so they depth use him as a rowboat. Yeah, the depth charge can't move. So rat trap takes out his um, tail, which was has broken. regenerated. Apparently, it's regenerated. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, it, yeah. Dino clone too. like, like used one of his like finger claws to slice it in half. Yeah. So Una and rat trap are like, what are those things in, um, uh, like what are those boats with like the long sticks in that Italian? What's the flooded city I'm thinking of, man. I'm so dumb today. Venice. Venice. Yeah. So I get like a Venice vibe from this because they're using sticks and like sticks aren't paddles. They're just kind of like pushing. And I'm or like, in like, um, uh, in like swamp lands where you can like basically just stand, you can basically just build like a, um, uh, a raft, a, like a flat raft and, and then push yourself. And off push the yourself, ground. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that vibe, like from in it. the uh, in the bayou. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah I do too. Yeah, I get that vibe. They're kind of like pushing themselves along the. the floor it looks like of, it looks like they're in really shallow water. So yeah, and somehow all three of the preds can't shoot them, and I understand that um, it's shown that depth charges. Um, Transmetal skin is like resistant to a lot of damage. And indeed they they hit him and it appears to do no damage. Oh, and what I just said, uh well now we're not in shallow water, we're actually in rapids. And they're not pushing against the seafloor anymore. Rat trap's literally just rowing. Oh yeah. <laughs> so well that goes out the window. All right. Well there whatever. Uh so <laughs> Because he is going sideways. It's not like they're not like hoisting themselves. He, he's literally doing a rowing action. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. uh, and for some reason, he's still bicker. Uh, Rat Trap is still bickering with Dip Charge. <laughs> and uh, they're, firing back. they're firing back and forth. And he can't hit them. And. They go over a waterfall. Yeah, they go over the waterfall. You would think something like that would be like a much bigger problem than it actually is. Because, but they they come out the bottom of it just fine. Okay, so there's this trope, such a common trope. Christopher can probably back me up on this. Where in a movie, the main characters or whatever character will go over a waterfall and it's super scary and they see it coming and they don't want to do it. And they go over the waterfall and people are a little bit like wet or they cough up some like water and leaves or whatever, but they're all usually fine. That is not the fucking case. If you go over a waterfall, you, especially of that like caliber, like there's this back currents, there's like a, a riptide like effect. And also tends to be just a pile of fucking rocks, who would have thought, at the bottom <laughs> of where waterfalls are. Almost like the rocks from from the edge of the, the cliff get worn down and fall down and worn away. So, like, falling off of a waterfall should most of the time be a fucking death sentence. And yet, in movies and TV shows, like... What usually happens is people go over a waterfall, the people watching go, they're as good as dead, just leave them. Or the people are underwater and they hide long enough for their pursuers to lose them. 
Always. That always happens in everything. And I don't know why, but it bugs me. It's a trope. You're not mm-hmm. safe if you go over a waterfall, people. <laughs> Probably going to die. Well, you heard it here first. Uh, official <laughs> official uh, uh, safety tip from, uh, Look at from, us. from Too Much Energon HQ. Uh, <laughs> don't go over a waterfall, people. Yeah, don't go over waterfalls. Stick to the streams and ponds that you... I don't know what the lyrics to that song <laughs> is. Uh, what is that? Don't go chasing waterfalls by... Uh, I feel ashamed. Up, no doubt. It's a TLC, right? Oh, TLC? I don't know. I have no idea. I think so. Yeah, like 95% sure. Uh, stick to the rivers and the streams you're something with. I never liked the lyrics to that song. It's like, don't aim high, stick to what's comfortable. And I'm like, hmm, don't agree with that. So never challenge yourself is what you're saying. Never challenge yourself. Don't go chasing waterfalls. You will die. (laughs) (laughs) So they don't die. And then because, you know, the gunfight isn't going well for a rat trap, Una, like, pushes on off the side of the riverbank and gets a bunch of mud on her stick. She's going with the flow. I'll go with the flow because they're flowing along the river. Have a good night, folks. I figured <laughs> it out. <laughs> uh, pack it up. Pack it up, boys. <laughs> pack it up, boys. Our, our work here is done. So something cute but ridiculous happens. Whenever something on the show like replaces a gun and it seems to be more effective, I always think it's ridiculous. And in this case, Una takes a stick and wedges it across uh, fucking Depth Charge's stupid manta ray head and <laughs> Rat, Tra- Rat Trap jumps on it and like a lever and it flings the mud. Like a catapult, yeah. Like a catapult. Not really how levers work but maybe they had a good fulcrum right maybe a stupid head works like a perfect seesaw fulcrum and the mud blind lands on and blinds waspinator's eyes his whole face yeah and a normal person would wipe their face but this is waspinator right so he flies around and shoots randomly and says waspinator cannot see and of course he flies into inferno he flies into Inferno, and then Dino Clone 2 is like, targets acquired, preparing to terminate. And Waspinator and Inferno are, like, flying around, like, in each other's arms, essentially, like, blinded. And they crash into Dino Clone 2, which is a maneuver we've seen before in this show. Knocking enemies into, yeah, many times. Uh, uh what was it? Dinobot, the the real Dinobot got take got taken out in season two because um, what was it? Cheetor crashed into Silverbolt. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Also, like flying Cheetor when Rat Trap was dueling Megatron. Good fight, by the way. And he had his little shield that was deflecting plasma bolts. We've never seen him do that again. By the nope. way. <laughs> <clears throat> um, Cheetor flew into Rat Trap during that, uh, and and 
depth charge flew into Cheetor when they oh, had Oh right, right, right. Yeah. Um Sentinel in the in the, the Cyber Raptor episode. And I was like, man, come on. Or no, no, not the Cyber Raptor episode. Uh yeah. Uh changing of the guard when they were carrying Sentinel around. That's how they lost Sentinel. Yeah. And uh so Megatron is like uh the the death rays online and as luck would have it uh all all of the targets are in line with the maximal base cheers what a coincidence all power <laughs> unleash yeah. the death ray and all the maximals back at the at arc mountain are like uh they get warnings and i'm like why didn't they get warnings when there was a test shot earlier uh, just before they get warnings, something that almost made me flip a table right in front of me happens. Once. So Cheetor's little, uh, little like spark chamber on his left hip opens up, and Cheetor is like danger. And then the alarm sound. And I'm I was like, gonna ask you about that. I'm like, what's going on there? So Cheetor has fucking spider sense now? He's okay. got cheetah sense? Like I even looked up this episode on the Transformers wiki, and they're perplexed by it too. Okay, so question. Is that little like spark an extra spark, or is his spark not in his chest and it's in his hip? Is that that's his, his spark. That's his spark. In his I head. don't feel like that. Um, the cover for it should flip open so easily because <laughs> that happens a lot. But yeah, but, what Christopher says, it flips open and he looks at it as if he's got a, a spider sense, some early like warning system. Ever, we've never seen that. Like, we've never been given any indication before that that's a thing. And I'm sure we will see it again. It seems really useful, right? Remember when the uh, Predacons were behind him, aiming at him? <laughs> he just got <laughs> in the back? Where was it then? It only works for death lasers, Christopher. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Christ. And for some reason, even though it's a death ray, Optimus, almost as perplexing, says, prepare, go to battle stations. And I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do at your battle stations, homie? Shoot the death ray? Shoot like, the shoot the laser out of the sky? <laughs> With what? A different colored laser? <laughs> Is that how lasers work? You're going to fire missiles at the laser? I mean, I, I don't know how bipolar energon lasers work, so... <laughs> So it's uh, almost adding insult to injury. Ultimately, it doesn't end up matter. It, like, it doesn't matter in the end because... Well, to, to add insult to injury, I love this. He's like, battle stations. Black Arachnia runs over to a monitor that's black. It's not turned on and starts tapping buttons. <laughs> <laughs> and Rhinox runs over to a periscope and starts... Tilting it. <laughs> and like, what the fuck are you two doing? 
Listeners and Christopher, go to 1853 if you're watching it on TV. And please have yourself a joyous moment. Yeah, about 1852 is when Optimus is battle stations. And watch how stupid <laughs> Rhinox, <laughs> Rhinox and um, Black Arachnia's battle stations are. Is Black Arachnia pressing buttons on the, a blank black screen? And Rhinox looking through a periscope and going, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. That killed me when I watched it. <laughs> I was like, that did not just happen. Maybe maybe I'll intro this episode of the show with that scene. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's either going to be that or uh, or uh, Tarantula Man's like Predator Walk. Please have it. Fucking <laughs> Pedo Walk, the Pedo Strut. <laughs> please have it be his stupid walk all right the other part's really funny but out of context it just looks like maximal's doing maximal bullshit yeah fuck oh uh, so, so anyways yeah, yeah all, all in the like most anticlimactic resolution to an extremely stupid episode um uh, Megatron's like all power to the death ray fire but then there's like this weird like blowback of energy that causes the death ray and the mountain to explode and then uh, <laughs> Megatron's uh, like what? <laughs> <laughs> that's actually literally what he says and there's a feedback to the bipolar energon and Megatron's like what? no 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 as if that's going to help. And it cuts to Uma. Una? Una. And she's holding the fucking stabilizer crystal. Is that what yeah. it's called? Um, <laughs> I, I think the so. Three, yeah. The 390 that finally came in. Um, <laughs> and she holds up this like computer chip stabilizer crystal thing and like puts it in her hair like a hair clip. Go to... And smiles uh, at, smiles at uh, Rat Trap and Depth Charge. Uh -oh. Go to what is it? Uh, 20, not, 20 minutes and 19 seconds. And then watch like Cheetor's like little shimmy that he's doing leaning against the table as okay. like the ship is like rumbling from the explosion. I like the slow motion. By the way, people, this is one of the few. Maybe I'm wrong about this. At 2015, there's a slow-mo shot of Depth Charge, Rat Trap, and Una flying through the air from the explosion. Yeah. It's not just a shot that's slowed down to like five frames per second. It's real slow-mo. And I can't recall the time actual slow-mo has been used properly on this show. I, I it's can't probably imagine. been another time. I can't imagine why it's this of all episodes that they chose to bust out the, the real slow-mo. Okay, let's see this shimmy. Yeah, 2019. <laughs> you know what? I get, from the way they're all animated, I get, um like, Star Trek vibes. You know how, like, they just moved the camera and everybody on, like, the Star Trek set would, like, like fall over and, like, yeah, yeah. brace themselves and stuff? I get Star Trek vibes from 
how bad they choreographed that. And I think that's on purpose. Because we know these guys like Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And like... Look at Rhinox. (laughs) 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 Like, Kidor does. Like, he's just sitting there perfectly still. (laughs) With his hands on the table. Then he puts his hands, like, out farther. And then just starts, like, doing this, like, awkward shimmy. Like, his lower body isn't even moving. It's I I, I feel like that's a Star (laughs) Trek thing. Like, they're they're over... Overacting, overselling the. <laughs> that is that now, is. I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out to me. Now, now all now of I'm gonna watch Rhinox. Please do. <laughs> he holds up to the... <laughs> oh, okay. What's Black Arachnia doing? Oh, she's just doing this. That's on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> this is. The ridiculousness of their animations. And by the way, oh, you've been watching the show with us. <laughs> I'm actually you, like tearing up over this. If you've been watching the the episodes with us, like the animations, there are little glitches here and there, but for the most part, pretty fucking cool and smooth, right? This yeah. is on purpose. This is fucking on purpose. <laughs> this is a Star Trek moment because um, in the original <laughs> series, it was pointed out a lot in the original series that some people would be moving differently. Yeah, yeah, they didn't always, like, throw themselves in the same direction. No, so, like, when there was, like, rumbling, like, somebody would be, like, going up, back, forward, and back, and somebody else would, like, fall to the left. That is exactly... And another person would, like, fall back. Fall backwards, as if, yeah, there's different, like, inertia from different directions. They they got better about that with Next Generation, fortunately. <laughs> oh, yeah, they had a choreographer at least be all like, okay, everybody like move to the left as if we were hit from the right, right? So everybody collapses a little bit to the right. This this is an homage to bad um, <laughs> to bad um, original series. Um, the bridge being being shaken, absolutely without question. That is, <laughs> that's a joy. Wow. Like Optimus, okay, so his arms are from rumbling, but his body's stationary. Fuck. <laughs> uh, still doesn't save the episode for me, but that was comical. It doesn't, that, but that was that was so that was great. I, I noticed Cheetor earlier. Right. <laughs> yeah, I noticed Cheetor earlier when I was watching this. I didn't notice the 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 rest of them though. In that, <laughs> like Arachnia is just like kind of like moving forward and back. <laughs> Literally the opposite direction to Cheetor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. And their bot, their core, their lower bodies are perfectly still, and just their upper bodies are fucking getting shaken around. That what a joy. All right, so to wrap this up, after all of that, like it cuts away to uh, to Rat Trap and Una floating on their depth charge raft and floating off into the sunset, saying some bullshit. Yeah. Episode over. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that has been uh, the what is it? What did I say it was? The eighth episode of season three of Beast Wars. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. 
Here on Too Much Energon, we rate episodes on a three-point scale that ranges from not enough Energon to sufficient amount of Energon to too much Energon. It's basically bad, okay, good. Yeah. Cal, what are you uh what are you gonna give? Uh I feel like I like this one a little bit more than you because I'm okay with just how stupid things got. And uh, there's some humorous moments like Megatron being like, yes, yes, that. No, no, gra- grab the wrench. And I'm like, I think Megatron secretly likes kids. Um, I like Cheetor teacher. Um, I like the stupid wrench shaking scene, um, even though it wasn't even... All it was from a different mountain, and all it was was a death ray charging. Uh, fuck. What else? What was the other good line that you liked there? A Megatron line. Oh, uh, uh the wasp about wasp the waspinator, the waspinator thing. Yeah. So all is normal. <laughs> um, but but I really like the the kids. I thought I would hate them. I fucking love like the 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 human the proto human kids, um, and I and I like Cheetor with them. Um, fucking Tarantulas is like dance of joy as he's like approaching like Una to kill her is fuck. It's a throwaway episode, but I it doesn't grate me. I feel like it bugs Christopher a little bit more than me. It sure but it does. Gets, it gets a low sufficient amount of energon for me it's not oh, wow not enough energon it's, it's i don't actually think it's even that bad it's a throwaway like do we ever get to see the death ray again doubtful but are we ever going to see cheetors like like cheetah sense kick in again probably Pro- not probably not but uh it was it was dumb and and funny not terrific <laughs> I think this, as I said at the beginning, I think this is literally the worst episode of Beast Wars. Um, right. I I will say I had a lot of fun laughing about the awkward shimmying at the end, and that almost <laughs> at least like saved the episode a little bit. But it's a very short, like throwaway. It's like two seconds long. It's not, and it's not to, enough to... to agree with you, that's just a bit. It's not part of the plot. No, exactly, yeah. They could have put that in any episode, and it would still have been funny. Um, I laughed at things Megatron said twice, because as I mentioned, no matter how bad an episode is, Megatron's always a delight. Yeah. <laughs> so, cre- I, it, it's all Dave, It's all because of David K. Like, yeah. props <laughs> to that guy. Um, and I, I, like I said, I, I do kind of like Youth Pastor Cheetor. <laughs> I, I like that term, yeah. You passed Cheetor. The the plot, a fucking death ray. It's stupid. Like immediately, like as soon as I was like, are, are you fucking kidding me? Like a death ray? This is like such a like stupid like you called it like a like a dumb James Bond plot. Yeah. Um uh, Cheetor with his like weird cheetah sense. I'm like, like that just completely comes out of left field. Can I throw bipolar energon suddenly affecting them in there yeah, too? 
and what even is bipolar energon. Are we going to see that again? Probably not. And the fact that like this, like, and, like I, I bitched about this earlier in the, uh, the episode of the podcast, but like if they had just waited until they finished building the shield plating before That's plugging the big. fucking thing in, it's a big plot. None hole. of this would have happened. Hell, they may have even <laughs> destroyed Ark Mountain because they could have finished the Death Ray without anyone finding out about it. the The only reason anyone found out about the Death Ray was because they kidnapped the kid. Oh, yeah, good point. And indeed, that was their undoing. Yeah. Because the kid stole the stabilizer crystal. Yeah. Okay, so this is... That that move is a very uh, Three Stooges move. The Three Stooges come up with great inventions or great business ideas that normal human beings would be able to make work. <laughs> but somehow, through sheer idiocy and not unawareness, lack of awareness, and right. slapstick hijinks, which is what's going on here, um, they fail miserably. That's the gist of every single one of their uh, Three Stooges episodes. I get that a lot here. It's like, wow, you could have won the Beast Wars once and for all. <laughs> Except we forgot to, to see if the video card was installed correctly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... <laughs> I am giving this episode no energon. Listeners and viewers, I didn't uh I didn't prepare Cal for the fact that I was gonna bust out no energon. This episode wow. this episode have... I've never rated anything this before, and I hope I don't have to again. We knew in the back of our heads. That's a that was like a secret. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like rating for something like extraordinary, extraordinarily bad. I didn't think we'd ever see it, but hopefully, I don't we even don't disagree again. with Christopher. I just maybe I'm grading on a scale. <laughs> maybe I'm. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like maybe I'm just like throw Monic Waspinator's face. Terrific. Sufficient to <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Tredulous did a creepy little stuck in the middle with you. <laughs> like, like, like Reservoir little, dogs. Little yeah. shimmy. <laughs> yeah. His, his little shimmy. And maybe that's enough. And I'm like, give that man an Emmy. <laughs> yeah. Speaking but of, um, I don't disagree with, with Christopher's choice. I just think. It was the kids. It was the kids. <laughs> uh, speaking of Star Trek, uh, we will be back next week with the ninth episode of season three of Beast Wars, crossing the Rubicon. Speaking uh, of which, Star Trek, which was uh, written by DC Fontana, who so it'll be great then. <laughs> DC Fontana uh, was uh, one of the lead writers of Star Trek, the original series. And she also wrote an episode, a truly magnificent episode of season three of Reboot. One of the few episodes where we, uh, the three hosts of our other podcast about Reboot called Alpha Numeric, uh, all three of us, he's got it, all three hosts, 
Christopher, myself, and the prestigious AP Sniddler, uh, I think we all gave it the same rating. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we all gave it the uh, the lowest rating we possibly could. And that grades on a four scale system. <laughs> <laughs> There's more wiggle room there. Uh, oh, and yeah. He, he loves everything, too. <laughs> he does. He, yeah. He, bless him. He, he, He's reboot makes him very happy. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and the, I hated this episode so much that I forgot to mention that uh, Go with the Flow originally aired on February eighteenth, nineteen ninety nine. So happy Valentine's. <laughs> happy four days after Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, happy Valentine's like extended hangover. Happy Valentine's STD. There we go. Oh. <laughs> Christopher uh, gets a special red text rating. <laughs> so that's no. been episode that's been episode 42 of Too Much Energy on. Uh, if you want to support the show wherever you're listening to or watching this, give it a like, give it a subscribe, give it a thumbs up, give it a five-star rating, anything. Tell your friends about it. Uh, if you want to follow us, you can do so at facebook.com slash too much energon or for our our more generalized lasercomb page, facebook.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B, where uh, stuff relating to any of the various lasercomb podcasts, not just this one, but any of the various lasercomb podcasts gets uh, get posted about. So this one, Alphanumeric, our reboot pod, where we do this, but we talk about reboot. Uh, got a War, Pla War, War Planets, where we do this, but talk about the other 90s mainframe series. He did Shadow Raiders. Yeah, yeah they did Shadow another Raiders. thing. It's called Shadow Raiders. We're getting a little You've bit of traction. <laughs> We're getting a little bit of traction on that one lately, and I think because we may literally be the only people who have ever podcasted about it. We must be. <laughs> I'm starting to see why. I don't want to talk. Uh, Not going to spoil anything, but uh, we have uh, some things to say and some Batman movies to discuss on that podcast. At the time of this recording, uh, the second episode, it's a six-part podcast. The second episode uh, called Volume 2 uh, is out now. Uh, it was really, really great episode. I think it's one of our better uh podcast that me you and Stiller yeah. have done together easily it was, yeah, it, was a, it was a lot of fun so go check that out uh war plants the shadow raiders podcast i also have a show where me and a uh rotating series of guest hosts uh talk about various cartoons aimed at a slightly older audience than mainframe stuff it's called cartoons at night right now there's only one episode out it's about uh the short-lived uh, Clerks animated series, but there's another episode coming out very soon. This weekend, as a matter of fact. Ooh. Keep an eye out for that. I also have another podcast where I, me and my partner uh, talk about uh, film adaptations of books and compare the two with one another. It's called Based On. There's two episodes of that out right now. One is about, the first one's about Fight Club. Second one is about Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, next week, there will be a third episode out, coming out uh, about where the wild things are. 
That's going to uh, be interesting. Uh, check out our website for this podcast, www.toomuchenergon.ca. The triple W part's very important because the URL doesn't work otherwise, and I don't know how to fix it. To be hey, fair, I haven't really tried very hard. <laughs> uh, if you want to get in touch, uh, send us an email, toomuchenergon at outlook.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter. I am at lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. Cal is at... I am at neo underscore Cal with a K. Yeah, the K is very important. Otherwise, yes. the URL doesn't work. <laughs> um you can also just creep us like if you just want to don't want to see um like pictures of um ducks for me posting or um like all of christopher's like toys who wants to see him unboxing things anyway um you yeah, can post pictures of transformers a lot it's actually cool <laughs> um you can follow uh too much energy on itself which yeah. is more just the show and Things relating to uh, the Transformers verse, uh, primarily. Yeah, I'll re retweeting think articles about uh, new Transformers figures and whatnot. So check yeah. that out. That's at Too Much Energon. And I think. And I think that about are. does it. Yeah, we're uh, we're running out. Of, yeah, we're running out of time here, so uh, we're gonna peace out. I've been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. And I have been the other host, NeoCal. And until next week, Beast Mode. Have a good Beast Mode, folks. Beast Mode! Yeah!